I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. My next guest is in Vegas. He's part of the crew at pregame.com. He's one of the premier handicappers um, on the face of the earth. He's won the super contest twice. And um, we love having him on here on Sundays because he gives out great information and analysis. And the football season is preseason's here, regular season almost here. College football starts up next week, too. So a lot to get to with Steve Fezzik of pregame.com. Fez, great to have you on the show as always. Has Antonio Brown already worn out his welcome in Vegas? Well, I tell you, it feels like the Raiders have been in Vegas for a year and a half already. The way the coverage is on this team and front page on the Review Journal. So, um, no, he hasn't worn out his welcome. Vegas loves the Raiders, all of the Raiders. Yeah, are they getting coverage in Vegas right now as if they were playing games in that city already? Oh, absolutely. They are our team, and let's face it, we're a city in the Southwest, and we embraced a hockey team, the Golden Knights. Vegas is crazy about the Raiders. Yeah, should be a lot of fun once they get there, for sure. Um, is, is Last one, Antonio Brown, as long as he's a topic, is, is he still on that list of non-quarterbacks that can move a line, that can that's, that's actually has a, a point value to him if he doesn't play in, in a game or games? Yes, I have him as rated as my eighth best wide receiver. I don't have my list of all the receivers in front of me, but he's behind the Julio Jones of the world and the Tyree Kills, but he's still top 10. And I know everyone's like, wait a minute, Fez. He's been the best wide receiver over the past decade. I don't disagree. I just rate how good I think people are going to be this year. And he's a guy that's probably going to get you 1,250 yards. His production certainly dropped last year and he's doesn't have Roethlisberger thrown to him anymore, as his kids are aware now. Uh, he's got Derek Carr, and that is a big downgrade. That is a big downgrade. Is Juju Smith-Schuster ahead of him on that list or behind him on that list? I have them as being very comparable. They're okay. right together. Gotcha, gotcha. Steve Fezzik joining me from pregame.com. Um, uh, Fez, we're almost done with week two of the preseason here. Um, and uh, But gambling never sleeps. There is no such thing as preseason for gambling. There, is, there are games to be wagered upon, and the money's just as green in the preseason as it is in the regular season. The trend of head coaches who care about preseason results and those who don't care about preseason results I know is a big thing with sharp guys like you um, out in Vegas. How is that trend holding up this year two weeks into the preseason? Well, Sean, if you just simply bet on coaches that historically had really good performance against the spread, defined being five or more games above or below 500, you are 10-0-1, just blindly betting on them to continue how they have been doing. John Harbaugh, Baltimore, just keeps winning. Mike Zimmer keeps winning. Uh, Pete Carroll keeps winning for Seattle. John Gruden keeps winning for the Raiders and the Fades. If you went ahead and fade Garrett for the Cowboys and you faded um, uh, Quinn for Atlanta, you are undefeated. Now, one caveat, Cowboys in Hawaii won a game by four. That game actually closed four to four and a half. It's true the Cowboys covered what the spread was most of the week, but at the very end of the year, they, uh, at post, I'm sorry, at the end of the week, the uh, Cowboys were actually laying four and a half. 
You know, Fez, I mean, obviously there's been sports gambling in Vegas for a long, long time, but now it's starting to proliferate around the country in different places, and it's certainly a much more, um, you know, front-facing, uh, top-shelf topic on shows like this, and, and it's acknowledged on Sports Center and things like that. As it's become more popular in the mainstream, trends like the one you're talking about in the preseason, my guess is that's something that, that if you were that, my guess is that's something people like you could attack for a while because they're just you know there just weren't as many people in that gambling pool, and and books had to had to catch up to it. Is it getting harder and harder to find things like that, like that kill shot that you're talking about about the coaches in the preseason, just because gambling is so mainstream now that these trends are so public that, that books are adjusting? I would argue no. It's got it's as easy as it ever was because okay. the limits are so low in in the. Sports books on preseason, most books just take about a $1,000 maximum bet on the side that um, they don't have time to hire someone and do all that research, and why would they bother? They'll just take a bet and they'll let the, the sharp bettors tell them what the right sides are, and after they take a couple bets, they should be back to where that they should be. So let me give an example. Everyone talks about, oh, it's so difficult to, to win, and I'm the first one to say, hey, Winning at sports betting is not easy. But if there was one area that I'd argue is easy, it's preseason betting. Let's look at Dallas Rams. So um, on the rotation order, the Rams were the bottom team. The bookmakers opened the Rams a three-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. The Rams closed as a four-and-a-half-point dog. <laughs> game was in Hawaii. I'm convinced the opening number, the bookmakers were unaware the game was in Hawaii and priced it like the Rams were home. <laughs> And they, well, and they left a bunch of guys back in the back on the mainland too. They didn't even bring some of their frontline guys with them on the trip. Steve Fezzik, pregame.com, joining me on the show. All right, Fez. So let's take a look here. A couple weeks into the preseason, and um, I'm sure a lot of folks out there, if they haven't already, are going to be looking at win total bets. Are these teams going to make the playoffs? Yes or no? Starting to look at weeks one and two spreads, things like that. Just in general, who are a few teams where? The, the stock is up on right now in the eyes of the marketplace. Well, you know, a big part of the betting is that the pros are betting schedule dynamics. So um, it's not so much that the stock is up on the teams as the schedule is going to make it favorable for them to have great years. So the Eagles, um, I think the stock is up and the schedule is favorable. New England, the stock is up. Um, as well, because I think that with all those draft picks and the rookies looking so good that um, along with that cupcake schedule, another team, um, New England season win number opened up 10 half, Sean. Now it's over 11. You got to lay minus mm. 130 on the over. It looks like another 11 plus um, win season for the Patriots. Wow. Um, yeah. And the, just real quick on the Eagles before we get to the teams that are stocked down, Fez, what do, what do all these injuries with the backup quarterbacks with the Eagles do to the value of Carson Wentz? Oh, my gosh. So, yes. Yeah, so so um, they went ahead and lost Nate Sudfeld, and uh, then they lost Cody Kessler. So now they're signing guys off the street, if you will. So Carson Wentz, I only have him rated as my number nine quarterback, but he, I believe, has now become, I haven't done all my work yet, the most important player in terms of the value to the point spread in the NFL because there is no one right now backing him up. So he's the ninth best quarterback just in a vacuum, independent of who his backup is. He's, in your mind, he's the ninth best quarterback, but he's the one that there would be the biggest drop-off in performance to his backup of anybody in the NFL. Exactly, because if Drew Brees goes down, the Saints obviously have two capable backup quarterbacks. Um, Same with um, New England right now with Stidham looking so good and Hoyer, and there's nothing behind Wentz. 
Steve Fezzik joining me on CBS Sports Radio. He is with pregame.com. All right, Fez, what about the teams that, uh, that are stocked down right now? Well, let's go to one division. Let's go to the East and the NFC, Washington and the Giants. My goodness, everything seems to be wrong in Washington, and there's a real fear that these coaches are looking around saying, you know what, it's time maybe to start looking for a new job because we are really looking like we are hurting. we got three quarterbacks, which means we have no quarterbacks. We've got a running back that's about 40. All right, not that old Adrian Peterson, but you get the idea. Um, going to be a bad year for Washington. And the New York Giants uh, lose their three wide receivers before the season even starts. Now, I know they'll probably get two of the three back um, by week five, but let's face it, Eli Manning, when he lost Beckham, he wasn't very good at all. And I think Daniel Jones will be in there by what? About November 5th, starting for the Giants, long year for the Giants. Yeah, so the, and two of those teams in the NFC East, obviously you just talked about the Eagles who are also in the NFC East. That's probably a big reason why their stock is up, as you said. Schedule. The Cowboys are there too, Fez. I'm curious, Ezekiel Elliott is back from Cabo now. He's in North Texas. The Cowboys, if they're not already, will be back in North Texas this week. How much... I guess, what are the odds makers baking into the Cowboys' odds right now, whether it's season win total or early in the season, the spreads on their games, in terms of Elliott's availability? Are they baking into their numbers that Elliott will be there? Are they baking into it that they expect him not to be there, or are they kind of playing the middle right now? They're playing the middle. They think there's about a 60% chance or so that he will play week one against the Giants. But let's face it, um, Dallas is laying 7.5 against the Giants but it's a case of the Giants are hurting so much on the, um, you know, with all of their cluster injuries to wide receiver, that money would have poured in on the Cowboys, in my opinion. Um, but the, the big stopper there is that the betters do indeed want to have Zeke. And one cautionary tale here also, there's a trend week one in the NFL. If you blindly just bet division dogs, it's that simple. They have you've done great against the spread. So that's going to go ahead and curb the enthusiasm of anyone laying more than seven on a divisional favorite. A nice little week one nugget there from Steve Fezzik. Fez, last one before I let you go. I saw that Superbook USA posted spreads on 100 NBA games. I, this is a, I know it's a big football thing, you know, college football, NFL, finding the 100 games of the year and putting out spreads really early. I've never seen this done with the NBA before. Is this something, is this something new or have they been doing this for a while now? Yeah, no, it's becoming more and more common. And I know opening day here locally, the Westgate put up, um, for instance, the Lakers Clippers, the Clippers minus one, I believe, um, and for the Christmas day game. So I think with the NBA's popularity increasing by leaps and bounds, we're going to start to see more and more of these games of the year. I would love to see a book do what CGT Technologies does in Vegas. There's a lineup right now, Sean, for every NFL game for the entire year. Wow. How difficult does it make the uh, handicapping the NBA with all of the massive player movement of star players this offseason. Well, it makes it difficult to set all the lines as well, right? So right. With, with that difficulty comes opportunity. I can tell you the pros are all over the place in terms of how good certain teams like Oklahoma City are going to be. And frankly, um, a lot of the pros are focusing on football right now. So if you're doing your work on the NBA and that's your priority, you're going to find some really good bets. Yeah, I know. And the benefit the better has is they can pick which games they want to bet on. The book's got to put them all out there. So, yeah, why not Why not go take advantage of it? Steve Fezzik, you can get him at Fezzik Sports on Twitter, and um, you can hear him with me each Sunday at about this time. And uh, next week, Fez will be able to look ahead to week one of the college football season, too. I'm very excited about that. 
Yeah, I am as well, and uh, I'm much more of an NFL expert than a college football expert, but uh, I got connections, Sean. I got really good information. I know you know people, Fez. I'm, I'm confident in that. Steve Fezzik joining me each and every week. Fez, really appreciate it, my man. All right, Florida, Miami, Florida. Let's go under 48 before this total drops, which I am anticipating will happen here this week. Giving, a, giving nice nuggets on the way out, as always. Steve Fezzik, pregame.com, right on time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.